Folks, before we jump into today's highlights, I just have to ask you, do you want to put 50 years of baseball history in your pocket? I know what you're thinking. It's not going to fit, but it really will because it's all in audio format. These are lost pieces of baseball history told to you from baseball cathedrals. They're, they're told to you by icons of the game from Red Barber, Ernie Howell to Harry Carey. I get goosebumps personally listening to these games and even thinking about the interviews and what these players are going to share with me. I know what you're thinking. Is this AI? Are there bots? Is there some magic potion here that are making these things appear? And I'm telling you, they're not. These games are real. They were done by real people at that specific moment in time. All the iconic moments, the interviews, none of it's reproduced, none of it's AI. It's all real, but done again by real people. If you want to check them out, uh, there's a free intro offer. Jump on over to VintageBaseballReflections.com. And there's over 2,500 audio clips and games for you to put in your pocket, take on walks with you, hang around the fireplace and listen, put them on the porch, invite some friends over. However you want to listen, you're going to be able to listen in these amazing moments in baseball history. Use this coupon this day for a special gift at the checkout. To the right field of the Giants, the boy who was discovered by the late John J. McGraw at the tender age of 17. He came into the National League and has since been a great star. One of the league's leading home run hitters. One out, nobody on. As it flashed back to Gomez, he deflects the ball to Cosetti. The throw is closed. He's out. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to Fenway Park. Mark Fidrich. Now, each time he gets the ball back, you'll see him mumble a couple of words to the ball. The first man ever to pitch five career no-hitters. Catch him all, Joe! I don't believe what I just saw! Another chance for Mitchell, and he makes a pair-handed catch! Ricky goes, a pitch take, and he's going to have it! Leaps high of the air, and he's going! Oh, incredible catch by the kid! And let it be said that number eight, Cal Ripken Jr., has reached... The unreachable star. Today, I consider myself the luckiest man on the face of the earth. Now, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we invite you to rise. Welcome to the Daily Rewind, brought to you by ThisDayInBaseball.com. I'm Tom Hannon, and I'm your host. We bring you voices from the past and all the golden nuggets you can't get from looking at stats. And if you love baseball history, we encourage you to download our entire back catalog and listen to stories about your favorite players in their own voices or voices from their time. Today is season three. There is a season for each month, episode two, which stands for March 2nd. And today we're bringing you Mel Ott. Although finding audio for Ott was impossible, we're going to bring you several at-bats from the 1933, 1936, and 1937 World Series. Ott hit three career home runs in World Series play, all in the last game of each series. And his third at-bat in the 1936 World Series will be brought to you by Hall of Fame announcer Red Barber. On March 2nd, 1909, Future Hall of Famer Mel Ott is born in Louisiana. Known as Master Melvin, 
Ott will make his Major League debut with the New York Giants as a 17-year-old boy wonder in 1926. He will quickly become a fan favorite and use an unorthodox batting style, which he lifted his right foot prior to impact. Ott will hit 511 career home runs with 1,860 RBIs and score 1,859 runs and collect 2,876 hits, of which 1,071 were extra base hits, and he had a career 304 batting average. He hit 30 or more home runs in a season eight times. In winning or sharing in home run honors on six occasions, in winning or sharing in home runs on six occasions. As a matter of fact, I just read a story on Ott where him and Chuck Klein were both uh, at 42 home runs going into the last game of the season, and the Phillies were playing the Giants. Klein homered in his first at-bat uh, to go up uh, one home run. He hit his 43rd home run, and they and the Phillies pitchers went on to an intentionally walk, walk Ott in every at bat, so he never actually got a chance to uh, hit to tie Klein or uh, or take the home run championship. So Klein ended up taking it by one. Uh, amazing story. If it happened today, they'd be a Twitter storm like you never heard of. And I just want to add, those are the type of stories that you find on thisdayinbaseball.com. If you were to search Mel Ott, you would see there's over a hundred and thirty instances of him listed on different. Uh, different pieces that we have on the site and that's what the site's all about it's about these little nuggets of what happened on this day in baseball history i just wanted to put that in there and ott will play all of his 22 seasons for the new york giants and he will actually go into the hall of fame in 1951 so without further ado here is mel ott in the 1933 world series game four giants are up three zip and then leading the game, three zip. And I'm going to bring you uh, history.com's version of game game four of the 1933 World Series. Washington baseball fans are in a tough spot right now. The Giants are leading three games to one in the World Series, and the scores now three to zero in their favor in the fifth game. But wait. Schulte, Washington center fielder, sends a tremendous drive into the left field stands with two men on base. It's a wow of a homer, chucking up three runs by Manish, Cronin, and Schulte, and tying the score in a double bow knot. Oh boy, what a climax. What a ball game. But in the tenth inning, Melot, who helped the Giants win the first game with a homer, drives a terrific liner just into the center field stand. It looks like a homer. The umpire stopped him in second. There's an argument. Schulte dove over the fence and knocked the ball down. But the Giants claim it should be allowed as a home run. How about it, Judge Landis? Look, the umpires reversed his decision. There goes Ott around the home plate. It means four runs for the Giants, and it wins the game and the World Series. They'll probably argue about that home run decision here in Washington all winter. And how about Ott winning that World Series with the home run? Amazing stuff. And uh, here is 1936. Uh, there's three at-bats, all versus Lefty Gomez. The first two are going to be announced by Tom Manning, and the last one is going to be announced by Red Barber. In his first at-bat, he is up with the bases loaded in the first inning against Lefty Gomez. In his next two at-bats, 
nobody's going to be on when he gets up. So here is Tom Manning to announce his first at bat. And we're going to end with Red Barber, and then I'll catch you on the other side. Hell of a lot. We usually bat in the cleanup position. Has been dropped to fifth position this afternoon against the southpaw slants of Lefty Gomez, permitting Lieber, a right-hand batter, to bat in the cleanup spot. There's your picture. Moore on third, Bartell on second, Lieber on first, and Mel Vanock, a left-hand batter, is up. Here's the wind-up. The pitch. It's a foul up and back. Bellat was swinging for distance on that first pitch. When that Hickory met the leather that time, it appeared as though Mellot had both his feet off the ground. Yes, sir, he was really swinging from way back. Continuously, we hear that roar seeping through the microphone. It's enthusiasm. Strike one, Gomez winding up. It's a ball. Fast-breaking hook ball. Missed the outside corner for Melvinock. Little left-hand batter. It was ball one and strike one. Ott has five hits out of 19 trips to the plate in the series. One and one, the pick. It's a bounding ball. It's a hit. A base rock into right field. Here comes Moore. Martell is bounding third. He's coming in. Lieber has bounded second, going to third. Melvinock is going to second. It's a two-base hit. Listen to that roar of the crowd. a double, just out of Gary Greach into the right field corner. Moore scored. Bartell scored. Lieber raced to third. Mel Ott went to second and gets a two-base hit. The score, if you please, the Giants of the National League two. Yankees nothing. And Gus Van Cusack. To the right field of the Giants, the boy who was discovered by the late John J. McGraw at the tender age of 17. He came into the National League and has since been a great star. One of the league's leading home run hitters. One out, nobody on. As it smashed back to Gomez, he deflects the ball to Cosetti. The throw is closed. He's out. The batter is Mallon. That field gets around to it right on Mallon. He hits out toward left field. It's in to the second tier of the stand for the home run. Mellon does not throw one. He just hit it late, high into the second tier of the stand, and straight away left field for a homer. I just love hearing these announcers talk about Ott, uh, and he was the boy wonder, is discovered by John McGraw, and uh, it was interesting, too, that he hit that home run to the uh, opposite field, because everything you read about Ott is he was this tremendous pull hitter, but uh, he took Lefty Gomez out to left field, so... So maybe that pole hitter dialogue is a little off. Anyways, we're going to bring you now to the final at-bat I have, which is Ott facing Gomez, Game 5 in the third inning. The Giants are down 2-zip in the game. They're down 3-1 in the series to the Yankees, and he's got a man on. And here is Ott against Lefty Gomez. 
Now Art coming up with a fan foul and throwing Mr. Hart to tie that old ball game up. Listen to him for a moment. Archer the kid that the late John McGraw brought here to the polo grounds at the tender age of 17, and he's been playing great ball ever since. It's the first pass, it's going, 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 a home run, a home run, giving up the second hand, oh, hi, looking for The fan reaction, because it was in the polo grounds, tremendous, right? And uh, and I just love how they, they really let the – it was an art because the announcers let the fans carry the excitement. They didn't talk through it. They, they let you as a listener hear the fans' excitement, which is somewhat of a lost art now. And I think that that's one of the cool things about listening to these old broadcasts is you get to hear these announcers and not hear the announcers when it's appropriate. Uh, it kind of reminds you of what we were here when Vince Scully would do a game. He would let the fans carry the game and his storytelling ability, and it, it's, a, it's a lost art for sure. I wish we could have brought you Art himself, but again, as I just said, the announcers just painted an amazing story of the player he was, and I believe he's one of the most overlooked players in baseball history. Now, the games I brought to you today uh, were all found on the Internet Radio Archive. And if you have some old audio clips, we would sure love to hear them. I'm looking for player interviews, stories, and game audio. And you can reach me at tbinbb at gmail.com. If you enjoyed the show, please help, help us by sharing the show and subscribing to us on whatever podcatcher you use. The number one way for podcasts to grow, it's not reviews, it's not advertising. It's when you tell a friend. So if you're enjoying this content, we want to keep bringing it to you. And the way we need to do that is we need to keep growing. So please share the show. Share it on social media. Tell a friend. And that's going to really help us get the message out there and grow the show. And secondly, please consider sponsoring a page at thisdayinbaseball.com. Go to Mel Ott's page thisdayinbaseball.com slash melot or thisdayinbaseball.com slash Gomez, and consider sponsoring their pages. You can put in a personal message, a link, and if they're not your guys, we have every player that's ever played the game. We have over 40,000 events, and you can just check out more by checking out our page sponsorship program. Go to thisdayinbaseball.com slash sponsor a page. And again, thank you for joining us today. Look for more shows on Joe DiMaggio and Jim Rice coming up shortly. Until next time, I'm Tom Hannon. I'm out, and I hope to see you at the ballpark. Peace. The 3 0 One and two, the count to Gary Ward. Two outs in the ninth. He's one strike away from 300 victories. He went around, and it's over. Going back to the one-inch track, leaps high in the air, and he's got it! An incredible catch by the kid! Respect the pitch.
Pitch the Reggie's fire. There it goes.